Hello! In the ancient Vedic Indian holy books, there are descriptions of avatars of the Supreme Being, the Supreme Lord. Avatar means when he decides to enter into human form and interact with people on earth as one of them. One such avatar will come at the end of uh, Kali Yuga, the era of uh, wickedness and deceit, and kill the insurgent corrupted rulers who would be torturing the population of earth by then immensely. After saving the people from these uh, evil impostors, he will rule the earth as righteous king. And since we read a very similar story in the Bible, I was wondering if the Kalki Avatar and Jesus Christ in his uh, second coming are actually one and the same person. Because in the Bible it is clearly mentioned again and again that the Lord will be arranging all these battles, he will be personally involved in them. He will be participating in a way that even his uh, clothes would get, will get smeared with blood. He will be riding horse on the battlefield. Indeed, he will be fighting himself as well. The Bible says again and again, God will come and he will make war and judge. He will wear fine linen clothes dipped in blood from the battle. He will have sword in his hand and he and his uh, eternal companions will ride on white horses. And after the terrible war of Armageddon, a war so terrible that it has never been seen before is over, and the crooks who ruled the earth by deceit, the insurgents, they will be killed and captured, and he will rule after that the earth as king, he will not depart at least according to the countless uh, references to that in the Bible itself. Of course, uh, some modern Christians, maybe even majority, do not believe that uh, Jesus will come again in human body. They don't really believe in the Bible words. And I say, of course, they don't believe, because anyway, the Antichrist philosophies are expected to bewilder most of the people in the end times which are beginning in front of our, our eyes right now. And this belief that the Lord will not come again in human body is uh, mentioned in the Bible again and again as one of the main ways to recognize uh, pseudo-Christian false prophet philosophies, which will be prevalent during the end times, and this is what we see. But let's get back to Kalki. He is uh, locally worshipped in India, mostly in South India, and the more colloquial name of this avatar is uh, Karupswami or even Karupasami. Many temples are devoted to him and uh, he is known as the god of instant judgment, instant justice, and those who are oppressed and uh, unfairly disadvantaged, they pray to him for help. For example, one of the mantras of uh, Karupasami Kalki is Om Kalki Karupasami Vidmahe Dasavatara Dimahi Tanno Adi Shivasya Adi Adi Prachodayat. 
So, Kalki will be coming in the end of Kali Yuga, definitely in human form. Even his uh, birthday is uh, mentioned in the holy books, so that people will know when to celebrate his uh, annual Jayanti. That's how the birthdays of the deities are called in Hindi. And sure enough, every summer Kalki Jayanti is uh, being celebrated in usually August. Every year it falls on different date because Hindus still use their old calendar as well. So I'm not the first one to ask the question, is Kalki actually Jesus Christ? But what uh, made me open this chapter again are even more similarities which emerge from the Shambhala side, part of the story of which uh, I tell in this video. And why I consider Paramonov uh, so important, I will be explaining in the end of this video. And the thing is that there are lots of details of the earthly life of uh, Kalki in the Vedic sources, the authentic old Vedic sources. And first of all, they say that he will appear in the family of a learned man from Shambhala. Now, currently there is no village or town or exact spot related to Shambhala, but Sanskrit is uh, such a language that uh, the words, all words, have uh, multiple meanings, much more than in all other languages, and it is very easy to, con to translate the text as appearing in the lineage of Shambhala as being born, born let's say, in the village of Shambhala. So, since uh, Shambhala is the place where the old artifacts of the Hyperborean race, the descendants of the gods, were kept, according to Paramonu, stored for uh, time being until the survivors of Hyperborea wake up. So, it is possible that this uh, remark about the family in which uh, Kalki is born actually refers to him being born in a family with uh, Hyperborean descent, which is exactly the type of family in which, according to Paramonov, the second Jesus will be born has been born, if we have to be more precise, also according to the set channeled materials by Jane Roberts. And the similarities don't end here. In uh, Kalki Purana, the book devoted to the activities of the Kalki avatar, one of the first things he does when he takes a human form is to defeat the Buddhists of Shambhala. And according to the modern epics, as uh, told by Paramonov, who seems to have insider information, in this uh, video he explained that when the angelic forces came on earth to prepare the earth for the transition, first of all they checked what is the situation with the uh, storage, the artifacts and knowledge left at Shambhala. And when they discovered that the guardians, the descendants of the Red Dragon, have not been keeping their promises, they just uh, destroyed their magical kingdom. And the similarity between the sagas does not end uh, here. After, retur after defeating the Buddhists, Kalki, he does other activities, described in Kalki Purana, but he keeps returning and doing stuff in Shambhala. 
He is most definitely very, very connected to that place. And in the modern saga, as uh, told by Paramonov, he says that after the magical worlds of the red dragons were destroyed in Shambhalam, the riches and the artifacts and the chests with uh, magical knowledge, they were recovered and they are still there, uh, safe. The forces of the light uh, used them. And he said that uh, some pe even people sometimes can go there, those who are initiated. But there is a kind of device at the entrance. It is designed in such a way that only people with Hyperborean genes can enter. This is not necessarily uh, related to any race, the way we are taught, taught about races in school, because as uh, covered in great detail in the Survivor's documentary, there are people of Hyperborean uh, descent even amongst the African races, a lot in the Middle East, because as the descendants of God, after they uh, first uh, landed on Earth somewhere... Uh, on, around the area of border of uh, Ukraine and Russia today. After that, they spread all around the world and they uh, intermarried. And that is why they have descendants in all races. Actually, the Arabic writing, writing uh, the alphabet and this peculiarity to write from left to right was also used initially by the survivors during uh, war, w one of the uh, numerous wars they had to fight over the centuries. Because at that time, the artificial intelligence of the uh, parasites, which has its name, it's called Fata, it was uh, not as uh, well-developed as it is nowadays, and it wasn't properly deciphering writing when it was written the wrong direction and with very funny symbols. Nowadays they deceive us, we are under the impression that the Arabic uh, style of writing is uh, native only to the uh, Middle East and that region of the world, but uh, this is not so according to the artifacts. It was uh, used a lot in uh, the territory of uh, Siberia. The books and the artifacts are there in the museums. They just uh, skipped all that from the textbooks. So anyhow, that was just a side note. So people of uh, Hyperborean descent can visit uh, those treasures but even they at the entry feel very very sick because uh, it is kind of um, almost another dimension uh, the place where those treasures are kept and the security system which is installed at the entrance the device I'm using a more modern word probably it is uh, some sort of uh, magic actually it works in such a way that it warns those who are uh, uh, not of Hyperborean descent that they should not enter. And if they disregard, they do make it through the passage, but uh, once they cross, they all of a sudden become very old, like they prematurely age in a few seconds, or they die on the spot, or die later on. And another interesting uh, parallel 
which I find is that um, when they tell the future story of the appearance of Kalki in uh, Kalki Purana, again and again they stress on this um, description of this um, imposter insurgent kings, calling them imposter kings, uh, those who have dared to dress as kings, and other similar words uh, describing the same point are used. And when Pramonov talks about uh, the way our corrupt uh, heads of states will be judged and uh, what's the problem with uh, what they are doing and why Jesus Christ will uh, punish them, he repeatedly, this is his main point, is that they do not have the right to be the rulers they are pretending to be. They have mesmerized the people with these lies that this is uh, the way uh, a government should be and can be authoritarian. They are openly uh, turning into tyranny nowadays which is not the definition of a king, at least according to the laws set of God. And when the judgment day comes, which will be actually very, very soon, not in some allegorical way, but in a very direct uh, sense, everybody will be judged by the universal law and not by the uh, ridiculous things now we call laws, which are nothing else but... Uh, cunning, devious papers written on the demand of uh, psychotic banksters. And Pramonov uh, published really uh, lots of detailed uh, material proving that these uh, imposters that now we call presidents and etc. Even according to the current valid international law, they are crooks, insurgents and terrorists. They do not have any real right to tell the people what to do, nor dispense any justice. All these uh, uh, law courts, they are illegal. The insane taxation, because of uh, which uh, many people cannot even make a normal living, that's also absolutely illegal from the standpoints of both international law and the original law as said by God. For example, uh, by that original law, one should never, one cannot ever sell land. That is forbidden. The land was uh, something so sacred that it should have always been kept within the family, within the clan. And even now, according to international law, the land belongs to the indigenous people of the given area. But they have found all kinds of uh, side doors, like, for example, uh, most of the contracts, at least in the countries which uh, he's talking about, they have explicitly made it in, in legal wording, like they are selling and transferi transferring the right of usage and possession of a given plot of land instead of directly saying the ownership of the given land. It was extremely important for them to uh, chase away the people from uh, the land which uh, belongs to them by right, by birth, and to corner them with, in the cities 
first of all over there they can infect them regularly with uh, all kinds of uh, sicknesses which they have been trying since centuries they could not have managed to turn the people into sheeple if they remained on the land that's why they created this uh, uh, artificial jobs in the cities people with uh, useless jobs like all the unnecessary uh, administration uh, hand handling uh, all kinds of taxation insane taxation papers all, all this is uh, absolutely unneeded but these people are uh, get much higher payments than the actual manufacturers of food in the fields why so that the people will leave their fields and seek jobs in the cities and then the small children are herded and brainwashed since little in organized brainwashing institutions like kindergartens schools etc so sorry about getting uh, sidetracked again and the last uh, parallel I would like to mention between uh, Kalki and Jesus is that uh, when they defeat the evil during the final battle, battle of Armageddon, at the moment when it is finally over, there will be a sweet fragrance all over the world. The breeze will carry it. I think in the Bible they mentioned the scent of flowers and roses and here they say sacred fragrance of sandalwood and other decorations of Lord Kalki. And flower garlands are always some of the decorations carried by the avatars of the Lord. So I think again we are very very close. So is Kalki Karupsami, the Indian deity of instant justice, Jesus Christ? I would say very, very likely. But even if it is not the same deity, even if we get to see only Jesus Christ in this lifetime, this is still very exceptional. This doesn't happen to all embodied souls during their lively experience. This is a special birth for those who will uh, manage to see him. And even though some of us may have uh, difficult lives, especially during the times of tribulation, which can start uh, anytime soon now, maybe when everything is over, we will not uh, regret it. And we will be proudly looking back at the times of trial, understanding that those were just difficult tests and nothing more. And we should always remember that one is never given tests which one cannot possibly solve. One is always uh, given tests according to one's level. Some people were asking me why do I seem to trust uh, so much the information from Alexander Paramonov. By the way, he doesn't call it uh, prophecies, I put that uh, word on his side. These are things mentioned just by the way when he explains the current situation. The thing is that uh, while making all the historic uh, videos over the years, some sort of uh, path of receiving information opened. 
I'm saying path instead of a channel because if I say channel then uh, in the background of people's minds it might be assumed that one I am one of those people which can ask uh, any question and a divine voice will always give the correct answer. No, I'm not one of those but still over the years I noticed that uh, definitely there was some guidance which was uh, giving me direction or sometimes pieces of information even at times when I was not sure that the source is exactly from what most people would call a superconscious or subconscious level indeed it is only in very rare cases that I myself can be sure that a certain information is from that source in uh, by far most of the cases I try to verify myself but certainly there is some guidance uh, otherwise I would have never been able to figure out many of the things just by myself with the information I had about the given subject at the time I received the given idea and with Pramonov it was the same I just opened some random video without any special expectation and some man was talking and much to my surprise within a few minutes this idea appeared to me about what is his actual angelic form I'm still not uh, absolutely sure about it that's why I do not call it vision visions is uh, when I definitely see things but later on, as I got intrigued and uh, listened to a couple of his videos, I found many confirmations about uh, the idea which uh, came to me in that way. And most importantly, when I heard everything published by him, I was absolutely surprised how exactly his source uh, matches with uh, practically everything from the survivors' episodes including uh, the history and the philosophy, most importantly, even to some very, very minor details, because um, so many people have uh, spiritual philosophies, usually they hear them from various sources and compile their own, and they are very, very similar, but if you are looking for an exact match, that's very difficult, that is extremely rare. And when we are talking for an exact match of entire complicated uh, philosophical system combined with world history, it would be very unlikely for such a match to have occurred just by chance. So most likely, as far as I can see now, which is not much, but to the best of my knowledge he is uh, drawing his information from a very very high and pure source, possibly even the highest, the source which is above the Akashic Records even. In addition, before making him the prime focus of my uh, channel currently, of course I read uh, all uh, articles in the Russian media about him, because uh, he is uh, officially known to be a multi-trillionaire, even when uh, counting the funds on, in his uh, Russian accounts only, he has uh, more than the uh, official central banks of Russia, more gold and more money. So he's not some unknown person anonymously posting things on the internet. I read also a couple of articles which were intended to be a smear campaign. However, even they couldn't find anything uh, which would sound uh, discrediting about him 
personally. But even the people who were obviously paid to smear him could not find even the smallest thing to hang on and exaggerate. Their attempts uh, were so pathetic as uh, those uh, Chinese people which uh, sell uh, egg-size real top-clear diamonds for 3 euros, free shipping. Also, he seems to be a, a all-around very decent and honorable person, a father of five, a multi-trillionaire. He is not wasting his time publishing New Age nonsense on internet. He knows what he is doing, and also I run all possible tests on him. I mean, like psychic examination, because uh, quite often I can see possession straight away. So is it possible that I'm wrong about him? Of course it's possible, but uh, I want to assure you that I'm taking him uh, so seriously, not because I found him cool sounding, but because I carefully studied and evaluated everything I heard from him. And also once you hear all that uh, published in English, you will understand that it is uh, not by chance that my personal angels, as far as I understand, for now, guided me to discover him. Because uh, he is the most knowledgeable, really, insider person who will be telling us how the story of the survivors of these survivors of Hyperborea who will be waking up very soon, how will that happen actually? Because probably this will be uh, exceptionally interesting events, never seen before which not only will be uh, changing our lives completely, but also the entire destiny of our souls. These events will be a major milestone in the evolution of our soul as such. So what is the timing of the appearance of uh, Kalki Avatar according to the Vedic books? Well, it says he will appear exactly at the transition between uh, Kali Yuga and the next Satya Yuga. But sadly, when will that happen? It is kind of lost knowledge. The scholars who study the Vedic literature, they have various opinions. Uh, ranging from a couple of years to a couple of hundred thousand years. The one that you will most often read on internet, which doesn't mean is the most widespread in India, but the one that uh, you will uh, find mostly in the Western sources is that uh, it will be in uh, thousands, many thousands of years. That is most likely not true. I have explained why in the survivors documentary there's really seems to be some discrepancy in the calculation of time and this complication comes because there are different times uh, which are reviewed in the Vedas like the time flows differently in the higher spheres of the universe in uh, uh, one day of uh, Brahma for example there will be many many Kali Yugas and Satya Yugas that much uh, faster we are moving even on Earth, in the previous yugas, when um, this uh, grid 
reality distorting grid which is now causing the time to run so fast when that was not there people even on earth had um, units of time they were dividing the second into uh, many parts it was that much slower other reason for uh, not having a clear idea when will Kali Yuga end is, as I was mentioning many times, the reforms of the Sanskrit language when they had to rewrite the books. So possibly at that time, uh, the confusion with the timings started. So the answer is uh, we don't have a single clear opinion on uh, when the Kali Yuga will actually end. Coming from the ancient Vedic sources, and when is Kalki Karup Swami, Jesus Christ, to be expected?